Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Friday Morning Overlook. I'm your host, Greg Romero, and this is another exciting episode of FMO Radio. Today is Friday, February 22nd, and we are back. If you noticed, the last couple of weeks, I have not published a podcast, and that's because right after, the day literally after I announced that the topic of the next podcast would be on expectations, so many unexpected things happened to me in my life that are just mind-blowing and so I'm going to talk about that today and that's the reason why I had that clip of the song in the beginning by the way that was by the Chainsmokers the song is called This Feeling uh, featuring Kelsey Bellarini uh, Chainsmokers one of my favorite bands I'm not too familiar with Kelsey but her voice is amazing and uh, that song is just so appropriate for uh, that one clip anyway for what I'm going to talk about tonight and expectations I thought that would be fun to put that little blurb in there um, and because I'm passionate about music. So anyways, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. Um, so to give you a little bit of a background, so before, when I announced the podcast and after that, the day after, literally the day after I announced that and posted it on social media, I got like really, really sick. I had been trying to avoid the uh, wintertime uh, severe colds that seemingly get passed through my household here on the Pacific Northwest. And at my kids' school, I mean, it's it's literally like from the month of October through February or March, there's like this continuous strains of different types of sicknesses that get passed through. And I got sick in the beginning of the season, um, pretty bad cold, got over it. I thought I was going to be fine and dodge the bullet for the rest of the season thinking, okay, I got the bad cold out of my system and I'm going to be okay and awesome. I feel great. And then no, boom, right after I I made that announcement, um, that last week, um, I like lost my voice. I got really, really sick and was sick for about a week and a half. Um, also too, right before I was scheduled to have a super tiny itty bitty vacation to Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, with my mom for a birthday trip of mine that I was going to have. And I was like trying like so hard to beat this cold. And then, you know, I go to Vegas and my mom is sick. <laughs> so I end up catching the cold that she had. And oh man, it's just been a wild ride. Uh, but there's uh, some exciting things that have happened and not so exciting things that happened. So let's dive into it. Uh, right now I've got my cup of coffee, my cup of nice uh, warm coffee here in my Reese's mug that I'm sipping on. Very, very nice. So we'll get a little sip of that and we'll get going. <clears throat> so expectations, man. What about that? So um, like I said, I unexpectedly got sick. Um, when I was in Vegas, I had some good unexpected things that happened. I got to see a friend that uh, I uh, knew from childhood, was really good friends with my uh, younger sister, a younger sister of mine who passed away many, many years ago. I uh, got to meet her and her family and uh, just hang out and, and eat some really good food. Oh, by the way, oh my goodness, if you are ever in Vegas, you have to. If, if you have never experienced New Mexican cuisine, you have got to go to this place called Chili Addiction. 
my goodness. If you are from New Mexico or if you visited New Mexico in the northern end of New Mexico, Santa Fe area, and you've had that authentic New Mexican cuisine uh, or food, go to Chili Addiction. It's owned by New Mexicans. They have authentic New Mexican food. And here's my favorite thing. They have sopapillas. What got me more exciting thing, what got me more excited was, number one, unexpectedly finding this place, thanks to, thanks to my friend there. But two, when I said, okay, here's the test question, when they asked me red or green chili, and I said Christmas, and they gave me red and green chili, oh, man, that just totally uh, lit up my whole world. And that was the highlight of my weekend, getting to spend that hour or so in that little restaurant, meeting with an uh, old friend and seeing her family, meeting her family. And just having a great time um, out there. So, but yeah, that was a good thing. Uh, what's crazy though is the day that I was going, a couple things happened uh, days leading up to me going to Las Vegas. So, uh, re- I have this car, I have a t- Toyota Corolla, and you know, Toyota's pretty reliable vehicles, right? And uh, this car has done, done well for us since we've had it. We hadn't had any issues. Just a couple of electrical things on the inside, a couple of uh, you know lights not working and stuff like that. But mechanically, it's worked great. Well, um, last summer when I had to take a trip to San Diego uh, to see family, the day before I was supposed to get on an airplane to go down to San Diego, the car just, for whatever reason, stopped working. I was at a Goodwill parking lot and I went in to go, I can't remember what, I was going to go get a pair of shorts because I was like, well, I'm going to be in San Diego in the summertime and it's sunny there and hot and all I own here was like is like sweats and like waterproof pants so I had to buy a pair of shorts uh, to go to San Diego anyway too many details there but so anyways I go to my car it doesn't start so I'm freaking out you know it's totally unexpected I'm, I'm, I'm totally just expecting to sit in my car turn the ignition on start go no problem now mind you my wife is already in San Diego with my children I'm going down there to to fly down there to drive back with her up here, <laughs> uh, and I can't get my car to start. So it's not like I can call my wife and say, "Hey, babe, I'm stuck here in this parking lot. Can you come get me?" No, I don't. I don't know a lot of people out here yet. At that well, at the time, I had like one neighbor that we've really kind of gotten to know. So I was really stuck. Anyway, so long story short, I had the car towed home. Whatever, it sat in my yard for months. Then. Two, three weeks ago, I'm like, you know what? I've, I'm going to get ready to go on this trip. Uh, I've been using, you know, one my main work vehicle for work and, and for, you know, personal commute and stuff like that. My wife uh, was expecting some family in from out of town and she needed our personal vehicle. She was going to be out of, out of our area here. So I was like, well, you know what? This car's been sitting for a while. I need to do the responsible thing, get it fixed. So I, so I use my roadside assistance and I get it towed to the local mechanic. Now, before I did this though, I personally went inside my car and I tried starting it several times and same, same problem. It would just, it wouldn't even, it would turn, but no sound, no nothing. Lights would come on. I thought I've tried to diagnose it, self-diagnose it, YouTube it. I couldn't figure it out. I get it towed over to um, local mechanic in town, which is like, you know, 15 minutes away from here and they, you know, take it off the truck. And, you know, I, I, I asked the guys, okay, you know, I can help you guys push it into the, the, whatever that is, the mechanic bay or whatever that's called the garage. And so I say, okay, let me help you push it in the garage, you know, and they're like, well, you know what, first we're going to just check to see 
you know, what, ha what, what happens when we turn it over? So, uh, mechanic, I'm like, it's not going to start, right? Well, mechanic gets in the car, turns it over, it starts. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you seriously kidding me? This car, of course the car is going to start when we're at the mechanic. Of course it starts right up. So, you know, they drive it into the bay. They turn it off, start it, turn it off, start it. I'm here, like, feeling super embarrassed because I'm like, these guys are looking at me like, dude, there's, like, nothing wrong with this car. But they were nice enough to say, hey, you know what? We're going to keep this car overnight and um, tomorrow, and we're going to uh, do an end-to-end -end inspection on it and check all the mechanics and make sure, you know, nothing else is broken, at least the problem. So they kept it the whole day the next day, and they called me the following day saying, hey, man, we've checked everything on this car. Nothing's wrong with the car. It starts perfectly. So I'm like, okay, I guess there was an unexpected miracle that happened with my car. Thank you, Jesus, for healing my car because now it works. And that's great because now I can leave my mail delivery vehicle at work and use my personal car for actual personal use and to get me to and from the airport when I need it to be, right? But the reason why I told that story before is because just exactly what happened before, now the car had worked fine for a couple of weeks, Leading up to this point, but yet again, on the night before I needed to go to the airport, I'm out with my kids, you know, I'm out grocery shopping and, and, and you know, doing, I, I took them out for like a, a daddy's night out before the weekend, you know, so we went to town, we went to this, uh, you know, we did, we did food and I think uh, ice cream, Dairy Queen is like their favorite place. And then we went to this cool arcade place um, here in, in, in Pacific Northwest, in Lincoln City where we're at. And then, um, you know, went grocery shopping and just doing, you know, normal parent things. And so <laughs> going about my business, load up the groceries in the car, get in the car, turn it over, completely dead. I was beside myself. I mean, I, of course, you know, my kids are with me. I'm trying. I mean, I'm already I'm already kind of a hyper kind of guy. So I'm like trying not to freak out here because the first thing that comes to my head is, Oh my Lord, I have to get on an airplane tomorrow. There's no way my wife is going to be able to take me to the airport because she's already going to be up there picking up her family that are coming into town and I've got to get to work in the morning and I, and my brain just starts going out of control because I got into my car expecting that my car was going to start and it didn't. And when that happens, you, I mean, if you if listeners out there, if you have had the experience of a very important appointment the following day and your car does not start either that night or the day of, holy moly, talk about unmet expectations <laughs> because it can really throw you for a whirlwind. So I'm trying not to freak out. You know, I call my wife and I'm like, I, I'm cursed. I told her, I said, I'm cursed. I'm cursed by the car gods because you know, this keeps on happening and it's a recurring pattern now. And, um, this is just nuts. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm there, uh, sitting with the kids and, you know, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. So, you know, I was like, okay, you know, kids, uh, let's, let's pray. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to hold it together here. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've struggled with anger issues in the past, you know, still, still dealing with some of that stuff, still trying to conquer the management of my emotions and whatever. And, and so I'm like really just trying to keep it together and keep myself from going complete street fighter on this car right now in front of my kids. But I'm like, you know what, kids, you know, instead of getting angry, let's just let's just say a prayer. Let's just see if that works. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, I said, let's hold our hands, let's pray. 
and, and inside I'm like, oh, please, please, God, let this work. Please let this work. <laughs> and so after we're done, I say amen. I'm like, okay, guys, here we go. I put the keys in the back of the ignition. I turn it, and my car starts right back up. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Another miracle happens, right? Whoo! My wife is already on her way to, you know, pick us up. I call her and say, hey, you know what? The car started. Crazy story about that. I take the kids home. You know, we everybody get, goes inside. I park the car. I take the groceries inside. Everybody's cool. I'm super happy. And, I, you know, I just have this feeling, you know, I'm going to go outside and just check to make sure um, that the car is going to start again. Well, you know, the miracle only lasted that, you know, a few minutes ride home because when I went to go start the car, it didn't work. And same, same thing happened before. And I just, I couldn't believe it. It was just, it, it's just one of those things where you expect something to, to happen. It doesn't happen, right? There's a, there's a conflict there for me. So, you know, I spent, I was up till about midnight trying to take it with the car and trying to get it fixed. And, and my wife and I are trying to collaborate on, you know, what we're, what I'm going to do and uh, coming up with these options and scrambling. And so, you know, fortunately, thanks to a dear dear dearly beloved neighbor of ours my goodness um our neighbors are so wonderful um this man who's in his 70s <laughs> um this local farmer here just one of the kindest man men if not one if not the kindest man i've ever met um he agreed to take me to uh to a shuttle in a, in a closer part of town to take me to portland <laughs> which is an hour from there uh, that I had to get all scrambled last minute. So, you know, it worked out and I got that all worked out. But man, there was a lot of anxiety and frustration there because of that unmet expectation. Um, and then the following morning, so this the morning of the flight, I, I still have to work because like I said, I'm self-employed in the mail delivery service. I'm a contractor for the post office. And so um, I'm the only mailman for this town. If I don't get it done, then uh, I lose the contract and uh, mail doesn't get done. So, you know, I get to work. Thankfully, uh, my wife takes me to work. I get to work. I've, I've got to finish quick, more fast than I've, I've ever done because i got to get done in time to get to the shuttle to get to the airport so I can make my flight. <clears throat> well, so, you know, I do all that. I go to the post office in the morning. I'm starting to do my work. And I get some news that my, the route that I have, the mail delivery route, um, is being converted um, from a private contract to a U U.S. postal route. <clears throat> so I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but to me, it's a huge deal. Because what that means to me is that my job, my contract is going away. And there were some issues in the back end with contracting. I won't go into details about that. But <clears throat> it, it, it was a big, it was a, it was a punch in the gut. Now, you know what? It was a punch in my balls. That's what it felt like. It felt like somebody had literally you know, spread the legs and with a steel toe boot, wham, kicked me right in the nuts and they were in my throat. That's what it felt like when I got that news. And I, I was beside myself. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know. I, I was, I, I had this look of just <clears throat> numb, numbness, this, this feeling of numbness just came over me uh, because I was so overwhelmed with emotion. I didn't know which emotion to choose to react. You know, plus I'm in a, I'm in a professional setting, so talking about managing of emotions, I wanted to just break down and cry or scream and run out and whatever, uh, but I just absorbed it and just went numb, and I was like, okay, well, 
I, I, I've got to, I've got to keep going. I've got to hurry up because I need to get done in time to get to my airplane, my flight to go take a vacation, <laughs> to go try to relax for the weekend in Las Vegas. And I just received this news that my main source of income is going away. Talk about expectations being obliterated in that moment. Now we had kind of, we had, we had a hint that, that something may happen. You know, we, we were, we were assured that, you know, everything was going to be okay and all that stuff and, and, and it wasn't going to be a big deal. Um, but so, you know, I kind of had a, a, an inkling of an idea that, that this would be a possibility, but I didn't really expect it to happen. And so, you know, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I wanted to call uh, my wife at that point and, and lay, it, lay it on her and tell her what was going on. But I was like, I can't, I can't do that. You know, she's got family coming in over the weekend. Um, she's about to spend some time with, 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 uh, you know, her sisters here. And I'm like, I don't want to ruin her weekend. I've got to just, I've got to hold it. I've got to hold this, but it created a, an enormous amount of anxiety and conflict within myself. And, um, when I first got to Vegas, it was hard for me to even like hear anything. I was just, my audio was just drowning out. I was trying to enjoy my mom and hear conversations and stuff. And, and I kept going in and out of this kind of anxious state and it kind of threw me into a whirlwind. Um, you know, eventually, you know, I was able to, to let loose and just have a good time and, you know, seeing, seeing, uh, familiar faces from my past and having good conversations and especially the New Mexican food, uh, <laughs> cracked my shell and I was able to just relax and have a good time. So, so here I am. So I come back, you know, I think this is last week. I mean, I've, I've kind of lost track of the days and it seems like it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since this happened because it seems like a never ending, um, you know, uh, poop storm <laughs> that's been going on the last couple of weeks. So right away, come back, you know, I've got to dive into work and, you know, I've got this car thing that I got to deal with. And, and, you know, we got taxes stuff we got, you know, that we're trying to, that we're trying to finalize and, and all this just crazy stuff. Um, but you know, the main thing is, is, oh, and then when I came back also, I found out that uh, a really dear friend, actually my next door neighbor went up, uh, this, this girl that I grew up with who lived right across from me as a kid, um, who I re very, very recently connected with on Facebook. Um, she just, she all of a sudden just passes, she dies. She all of a sudden dies, passes away and, uh, completely unexpected. And she has a young child and, man, just so, so tragic. And it's like, man, come on. And I was thinking this is supposed to be the month of love. Like what's going on here? You know, all this craziness is going on, you know, not to mention, you know, um, you know, some of the, some of the marital challenges that I've been dealing with. Um, with my relationship with my wife and us kind of dealing with some serious issues. Uh, there's been a lot of weight, a lot of weight and uh, unmet expectations. And that's really kind of clouded my, my judgment, I think, in the last couple of weeks. You know, I've, I've been kind of in this weird, uh, fog, foggy, like valley type state. I went into this really depressed state. You know, I already deal with depression and PTSD. Well, depression definitely made itself apparent the last couple of weeks. I mean, I got very, I even got to the point where I was suicidal. You know, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I will be straight up honest. You know, I, I said I would be real in this podcast. I'm, and I'm going to be real. I, I got suicidal and I, and I, there was a moment that, uh, a situation that took place, um, here at home that was very scary. Um, not only for myself, but even more so for my wife. And, you know, I'm going to, I decided, you know what, it, it got to a point where, I, I, I realized I'm like, you know what? I, I need help. I need to get some professional help. 
And I'm talking about that here and admitting that here because, you know what, I'm a real person. You know, I, I know that on Facebook and whatnot and social media, everybody has this, you know, these positive, you know, these posts and pictures of their life and they're just pictures and glimpses of the life and it's all the good stuff. But, you know, there's real life happening here. And I'm a real, I'm a real person. I've been through a lot. I know everybody that's listening has had, has their own story and they've all been through a lot. Um, and I'm no different in that matter. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with being real. And it's actually therapeutic for me to actually say it, get it out saying, you know what, I can use some help. And so I'm trying to work and trying to get uh, some help here to, to see a therapist. And, um, you know, even though I've gone through years of therapy already, I, in my opinion, it never hurts to go uh, to therapy, even if you feel like you're healthy, even if you are emotionally healthy. It's just it helps. It helps get those emotions that are overwhelming out and helps you channel that energy and helps you to get recentered. And I feel like I've lost myself a little bit. Um, and so I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the help that I need and get additional skills that I need to get help. But so anyway, so I, I share all that information. I kind of went on a rant there a little bit with that whole story and everything that's happened. And there's been other, other little things, uh, in the mix there too, that have happened that are, uh, that have either blown away expectations, um, or, you know, something around that topic. But a good, you know, a good thing actually with in surrounding all this is I haven't really been in much pain, which is uh, something that is has exceeded expectations because I mean I was in a lot of physical chronic pain there for a while, and despite me going through all this crazy difficult time the last couple of weeks, I've actually been doing quite well uh, on my pain level. You know, I think part of that is due you know, we we got a new mattress which which helps, but um, I don't know. I think my body just kind of giving me a break and <laughs> allowing me to just kind of chill out. But I say all that because I want to focus on that topic of expectations. Now, expectations are, you know, what I've learned is that expectations are closely related, actually directly related to conflict. Because anytime there's conflict, if you turn it around, if you turn that stone of conflict around, on, you know, if you pick up the stone and look what's underneath it, you're going to find that there are either unclear or unmet expectations, and that's what causes conflict. And I bring that up because this podcast is about real life, and it's about real business, and how the two intermingle on so many different levels. And if there's any one level that's the main area where it's vital for the success or the failure of any business is um, expectations. And for me, I'm the kind of person, because of, I guess, you know, from what I've learned, what I've been, what I went through as a child and, and the things that I endured, that I set up these expectations that of, of things that I expected people to do, like, for instance, uh, in my, well, things that I expected people to do, uh, things that I expected in my life at this point, um, in my success, in my personal development. Um, in my family, right, and friends, you know, we all, we all have these like unspoken expectations or standards of where, you know, where we where we think things should or should not be, right? Um, and when we come into adulthood and we go into life and we start, you know, running, you know, hit the ground running right out of high school or college or what have you, and experiencing the quote unquote real life, you very quickly get slapped in the face by the walls of expectation that come and hit you in the face. And we've talked about walls, you know, we've talked about 
you know, um, how those come in, in various forms, right? And so like, you know, with expectations, what I've discovered like now with my mail delivery business, I mean, it's essentially over, you know, that, 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 that it, overnight, it just, it's going away. You know, I mean, I still have, I have some time before I finish the contract, but it's, and I'm talking, you know, with my business partner on, on possibilities for, um, for me to have, for me to somehow save what I'm doing here. But the entire reason for me moving up here to the Pacific Northwest was with the expectation that I would be having this mail delivery business essentially for the rest of my life and expanding it on the coast. And hopefully, you know, with the goal and dream of making a lot of money and growing it and, and hiring, you know, people and developing them and having it become this like mail delivery empire, you know, on the on the PNW. That was my expectation. But overnight, boom, that went away. Uh, expectation obliterated something I didn't expect right um, same thing with you know marriage problems came out here to save my marriage still having issues I had these expectations that were set in place in my mind whether they were conscious or subconscious right that haven't been met so what does that do that causes significant conflict within myself and with the business challenges it can cause conflict between me and my business partners okay and so that's why they're so closely related so the the important part that I, the important lesson actually I've learned I've learned a really really big lesson over the last couple of weeks is number one is I need to check myself you know this this whole situation this whole couple of weeks of everything that happened the main thing being this mail delivery contract going away is that uh, it's humbled me for sure I mean big time humbled me. And it has taught me that no, no matter how much I can prepare for something or no matter how hard I might work at something, that I am always to, un, to expect the unexpected. That's the biggest thing I learned. Expect the unexpected. And I also learned that I need to adjust expectations also. I need to, I've learned that I needed to lower expectations um, on, you know, people and on process and even technology where, you know, it, the, the, any of those three things are going to fall short of my high expectations if I have them too high. Now, again, I'm not talking about lowering my standards. I, 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 I'm a man of high standards. You know, I, I hold myself to high standards and I hold other people to high standards. And, and, um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these expectations, right? And, one of the things that I, I like to, to talk about when I'm, you know, discussing a potential business opportunity with somebody is having clear and upfront expectations, because having clear and upfront expectations will help you to avoid conflicts, because if they're clear and they're upfront, then both parties know, OK, these are the expectations. But even still, and you can and you can move forward, right, with that dynamic, with that kind of boundary of expectations, right? And you guys can work together. And as long as you keep your eye on what that is, and keep your mind on that goal within that within that um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for within that framework, then conflict will be minimal. But even still, even still with that, like I've learned, you know what? I've got to have like really low expectations because even I have to expect for expectations to be unmet for, for even the, the low expectations that I set, I have to expect for even those to be broken. And I have, I've learned 
I'm learning to like, okay, you know what? I'm not really kind of expecting anything. Like, honestly, like right now, I totally, I, I just would be grateful to find another opportunity that would get me a steady flow of income. And I honestly would be like, you know what? I'm, I'm fine with this. this I'm going to work with this for a while and I'm not going to really expect anything else because I'm just grateful to have, you know, this employment, you know, now I'm not going to go stagnant and just like take the next thing that comes my way. Um, but it, it's given me a more of a, a grateful attitude for what I have, you know, and it's also helped me in like, you know, relationships too, because, um, you know, I'm uh, going to start going through counseling, hopefully, you know, with, um, for relationship stuff. And it's going to be another conversation of, okay, well, what are my expectations? You know, what, am, what am I, are my expectations, are they in line with, um, reality or are they distorted? You know, um, where should I set them? And so those are things that I'm going to be working on. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, um, a main thing that I wanted to talk about tonight is, is on, on, on expectations. And, um, yeah, I would like to hear some feedback. I mean, I'm, I'm a young guy, I'm only 35 years old and I already feel like an old dude. I mean, I know that, you know, some of, some of my listeners, you know, you're probably older than me and, and you're probably thinking, yeah, what's this guy know? He's only 35 years old. But I mean, I've, I've gone through, I've gone through life, you know, I've, I've had some experiences that uh, I totally did not expect it to have gone through. But what I'm finding out is every time that I go through these unexpected trials that I'm having right now, uh, like right now, I always come out of the other side a little bit more wise, a little bit more, you know, fine-tuned. I feel like the sandpaper, I feel like I'm being like completely scraped end-to-end, front and back with like sandpaper. And like I said, I'm a spiritual person. Um, you know, I'm not a religious person by any means, but I am a spiritual person. I do have uh, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and even with that, even with, even with my faith, like this whole, this whole situation is completely rocked me. And it's even kind of shook me up in a place where I'm like, you know what, I need, I need to like, I need to be more serious about, you know, w- what I'm doing in, in my faith, you know, and I need to look at my, look at the expectations I'm setting for myself in that arena you know, and, and am I in a good place in that area? So this, this situation has had me questioning literally everything. And so anyways, I, I feel like I'm ranting on a little bit, but, but I, the thing that I want you to take away from this is in regards to expectations and, and let's talk about life first. Okay. Now I'm no expert. I'm not like some expert life coach or certified therapist or anything like that. This is just, you know, playing Greg talking about what I've learned through cognitive therapy and my own experience in recovery and things like that is that for yourself, specifically for yourself as a person, when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning or whenever that is, right, and you're get, or you're getting ready for the day and you have these subconscious expectations of what you're going to do, what you want to accomplish, things, you, dreams you want to fulfill. And that's great. Have big dreams, have high standards, strive to be a good person. But you know what? The, the biggest mistake that I've made is I've expected perfection out of myself every single day. When I wake up, I expect absolute per- perfection. And when I don't meet that, it can it, it really takes me down. It, it obliterates my self-esteem. It makes me feel like a failure as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a business partner, um, as an as a employee. I mean, it having that, that such a high expectation for myself 
sets me up for failure. So what I've learned is I've learned from my own personal uh, self to lower expectations for myself, to lower expectations and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to I'm going to make mistakes today. I'm going to I'm going to fail today. There's going to be things that I say that I see that I hear that I do that I'm not going to expect and I'm not going to like. Whether it's some that somebody something that somebody else does or something that I do, whether it's a spouse or fiance or children, um, you know that's a big one for me. Children, you know, because I'm a I'm a perfectionist, I expect a lot out of my children. So when my children don't act the way that they they should or that I expect them to, I get upset, I get angry, I don't like that. But I'm working towards that. In business, same exact thing, right? So of course, in business, when you start a business. What's the goal? To make money, to make money, to, to, to grow and to expand and to build a legacy for your family like we talked about in previous podcasts, right? But I think that just sitting down and looking at your business in a perspective of, okay, what are the expectations? What am I, what am I expecting? And I would encourage you to take out a piece of paper, and I've done this recently. Take out, an expe- take out a, a piece of paper and write expectations on the top of it. And put two different categories. One side is personal life, personal self and life, and the other side business. And write down what expectations you currently have. And then take that list of expectations and go and talk to somebody that um, who is just absolutely killing it um, in business or whatever. Um, and, and check, or somebody you trust, somebody who you feel is, is healthy to give you a, an accurate feedback, reality check on what you have. And go through and say, okay, are these expectations, are they appropriate to the reality of your current situation? And do those expectations need to be adjusted in any way and lowered so that way if something happens that you're not going to find yourself in a place of conflict, you know? Um, you know, I've, I've had to step out of businesses because there was an expectation that wasn't met. And when that happens, uh, another big thing that uh, comes after that is when those expectations are not met. Let's say, uh, let's say in business relationships, right? You go into business with your friend, and you set these expectations on, you know, what you're expecting, whether it's financial statements or whether it is deadlines that you set for when a certain product is supposed to launch, or marketing agendas, or whatever that may be. And those targets come and go, and or those financial statements are never shown. And then it, those expectations are broken over and over and over again. And at that point, it's like, well, you've already lowered your expectations so much. We're like, okay, I'm already expecting this is going to happen. Now what do I do, Greg? What do I do now? I've, I've lowered my expectations and even my lowest of lowest expectations are being broken. Well, that's when you uh, set a boundary. And you set a boundary of, okay, well, if you continue to, to break past these expectations – then to respect myself and my standards, again, having that high standard with yourself, I'm going to set a boundary. What does that boundary look like? Stepping out of a business or stepping out of a relationship for a time uh, for things to be readjusted, things to be shooken up. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a good thing for things to be shaken up. I know like for me, uh, with everything that's happened this last couple of weeks, I dove into a really deep place and got to the point where I was actually suicidal. And I got from that point to now today, February 22nd, today, to a point where I consider those experiences a victory for me. Because 
I, I was able to pull myself out of this like ugly, like just sick ditch. And in, instead of having the mindset of just negativity and let myself spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral out of control, I was able to, okay, you know what? Whew, yeah, it got really bad there for a minute. I, I went through a really, really dark place there for a second. But I, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my perspective. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to adjust my expectations. I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to choose to forgive myself. And even, even with me saying that right now, even with me saying out loud that I forgive myself, I almost get emotional saying that because, because it's hard. You know, going through life is hard. And when, you're, and when you work for yourself or you're in an environment where you're, you know, um, where it's all on you to, to perform and to get the job done. It's tough when you fail in, 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 in areas as, you know, as simple as um, <laughs> just being in a relationship. Like that should be simple, right? You should be able to just uh, just be and exist and just move along and be happy. And everybody just, you know, it's just sunshine and rainbows, but it's not. There are so many things that come flying at you in all different directions and if you're not, if you don't have the uh, appropriate expectations on your personal life and perception, then your whole life is just going to be a series of of, unimpo- of unfortunate and unexpected events. <laughs> it makes me think of that uh, movie. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called a series of unfortunate events. I can't remember, but uh, it was kind of a, a weird, creepy movie that I thought was kind of cool. But uh, but it talks about, you know, it, 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 the movie is about how these unfortunate events keep happening, you know, to these kids and, and to this, this old, you know, grumpy guy or whatever. And uh, it's just kind of this dark, dreary, miserable movie. Well, I don't want my life to be like that. I know that I know that things are going to keep happening. People are going to keep dying. Businesses are going to fail. People are going to fail me. I'm going to fail myself. Right. But I'm learning that adjusting my expectations and having you know when i say setting clear and up for expectations i don't mean like a one-time thing like okay we're gonna hold up everybody pause we're gonna we're gonna take a step back we're gonna adjust expectations we're going to sit down we're gonna write these things down and i got my to-do list and oh this is what we're gonna do and okay is it clear is it clear expectations go forward great let's move forward no i'm talking about a continual every single day is what i'm learning every day when i wake up I'm starting to think in my mind, okay, what are my expectations today? Are they reality or is it some kind of distorted perception, something that is unhealthy that I'm expecting from somebody to fulfill some need that I have that I need to learn how to fulfill myself? That's huge. That's huge. I'm not trying to brag like I'm some good person, but for me, that's huge in my personal development because, you know, I there, there are times where I am so distraught about what's going on in my life, I literally want to curl up into a ball and disappear. And there's times where I wish I could do that (laughs) because, because the world around me is so in my mind, the world around me is so messed up and there's so many people doing bad things. And there's, you know, so many people that are quote unquote stabbed me in the back or talking bad about me or whatever that is. Right. Or I see on social media, which I mean, it's a big, that's a big thing. And I'm actually, I'm actually really highly considering taking a break from social media because you know, you, you go on there and you see all these things 
you see all the all the the fluff, right? You see the sparkles. You see the you know people on these you know um, these amazing vacations and you know having all these nice things and you know couple you know it seems like people perfect couples and <laughs> perfect marriages and you know perfect children and all these things and and there's just like there's just this like hovering expectation of perfection in social media I feel and so I've been feeling the need to 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 make a to to fast from social media and I'm probably going to do that at some point here soon but uh you know um you know with the podcast I was doing a weekly podcast and I thought to myself you know what Doing a weekly podcast may have been too much of an expectation on me. <laughs> it may have been too much. I may have put, set myself up on an expectation to do it every week that um, may have set me up to uh, have conflict within myself because of that expectation to do, do it every week. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to commit to doing this once a month, you know, also because I've got to find another job here soon, very quickly soon here. Um, either that or hope maybe possibly get this other business that I've wanted to get off the ground, a technology company uh, that I've wanted to get off the ground here and um, was having some good conversations with a, with a business partner today about that actually. So, you know, I, I've got some options, I've got some things going, but, um, but yeah, so, so I hope you got something out of that. I, I know I kind of bounced here and there and everywhere, and I'm not sure if, if this is kind of something that you were expecting about expectations, <laughs> but um, I'm kind of speaking my heart. You know, I'm, I'm in a really, really difficult time in my life right now. I've got a lot of things. Like I've, I have a lot of plates spinning right now. Marriage, children, career, health, you know, um, personal uh, hobbies, right? My dream, my goals and dreams for my own self, right? I've got a lot of things that are spinning up in the air and I'm trying to th just, just decide. I'm trying to figure out, okay, which one am I going to hold? And how long can I hold one of them? Because if one of these plates drops off of these balancing sticks, then they're all going to drop and my life's going to shatter and be a million pieces. Well, honestly, I feel like my life is kind of in a million pieces right now. I feel like with this contract going away that it's caused – it's the main plate that dropped and it's shattered everywhere. And it's had a ripple effect in every single aspect of my life. And now I'm like looking at all these shattered pieces of my life and I'm thinking, okay, okay, Greg. How am I going to put these together? How am I going to put this all back together? And the truth is I really can't. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to get all religious here, but I've really turned my, I've really turned my heart back to, to Jesus, to, to uh, the higher power that I hold on to in my faith. And I am putting trust that he's going to give me the guidance to put, that he's going to put things back together. And I'm going to kind of watch to see, what this plan that he has for in my life. Okay. Now, some of you might be uncomfortable hearing that. Um, that's okay. That's just my personal, uh, my personal viewpoint. And I'm, I'm really kind of exploring that personal faith again, because um, I, I, I need something to hold on to. And I feel like I'm drowning without it. So anyways, I hope you got something out of that. Um, that's me being real. Um, and gosh, I feel like this podcast is turning more into like a, into like a, Family Matters type of podcast. I'm almost thinking of renaming it to like, you know, uh, Fanatic Mania something <laughs> instead of Friday Morning Overlook. Do it like Friday Mania Obsession or something like that. <laughs> um, anyways, I hope that you got something out of it. I appreciate all of the listeners who have subscribed to my channel on CastBox. 
anchor.fm and also to all the people who have liked my page on Facebook. Thank you so much. I am so grateful um, for every single person who has uh, either liked my page or listened to the podcast. Uh, shoot, I, I didn't even expect this thing to go anywhere. And I, you know, I still have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going with the flow. Um, this is more therapeutic for me actually getting this thing going. And despite the hiccup that's occurred, you know, the last couple of months here in the new year, I still foresee that 2019 is going to be a, a fantastic year. And um, I wish that you all have a wonderful Friday, a great weekend, and I will see you next month for another exciting F episode of FMO Radio. Thank you, guys. God bless. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Greg. One last time before we get to the outro music and end the podcast, I wanted to share another exciting, unexpected thing that happened today. Literally, when I was uh, I was in the town over at the dentist, and I stopped at Panda Express, one of my um, favorite restaurants to eat um, uh, Chinese food at, and I got a fortune cookie. And in that fortune cookie, it read this, and I was I just I shook my head in disbelief because it's just one of those unexpected things. It says, "Only your expectations can slow you down." Can you believe that? That that actually gave me the motivation to get get this podcast recorded tonight and to have one published by tomorrow. It gave me that motivation to do it. And, and and what wisdom is that? Only your expectations can slow you down. So, you know, take a look at your expectations in your life because only you can slow yourself down. Only I can slow myself down. If we have inappropriate expectations, too high expectations, and or that our expectations that are distorted, that have come from a distorted perception, um, a twisted reality, then it's going to slow you down. But only you have the power. The only person that you can change in this world is you. And that is a powerful tool to have. If you can if you can recognize that tool and hold on to it, the only person that I can change in this world is me. So, like I've heard before, be the change you want to see in the world. Right? And let's all do this together. If we all take responsibility for ourselves, we all adjust our expectations uh, to a healthy level and move forward in unity, we can accomplish great things. So anyways, last note for the day, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Cheers. This is crazy, man. FMO Radio. Oh, oh, you know. Represent.